Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. The one that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. I'm excited that you've tuned in for today's episode, number 127, God Knows How to Get You Where You Need to Be. It's my intention to help you relax and trust, knowing God has a plan for your life and He's going to make sure that you're in the right place at the right time. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can use them for your daily devotions and find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 127. After the first music pick song, we'll dive into today's Soul H2O devotion. But for now, listen to Tasha Layton singing How Far, reminding you that no matter how far you run, no matter how far you are away from home. It's just how far that God will come to bring you back. How far is too far. That's how far your love will go. I remember a trip to Florida when I was about six or seven years old. We were driving down the I-75 on our way to Florida with my cousin Kenny's family when my dad went off-road looking for a gas station. We ended up on some hillbilly side road in the mountains of Kentucky. The gas station was old and abandoned, so we decided to get outside the big station wagon and take pictures. We began wandering around to stretch our legs when we came upon what looked like as an abandoned house with an old washing machine on the front porch. Nosily, we were going to go in and get pictures of this old home when we realized someone coming out, the lady of the house. Immediately, we rushed and ran away. It may have seemed like we got lost en route to our destination, but I don't believe this side trip was a mistake. You see, I know that my level of thankfulness for the blessings of God to have a good home were forever changed that day. Quite often we end up on what seems like a detour or the wrong path for our life when, in actuality, it's God rerouting us for His purposes. I'm reminded of a story from the life of David where he experiences one of these seemingly dead-end turnaround times that led him right where God wanted him to be, at precisely the right time. Now, it wasn't fair. David and his men didn't do anything wrong. Clearly, they were doing everything right, according to the army's leaders, but still, they lost their jobs and were forced to return home. In 1 Samuel 29, verses 6 to 7, you can read how Achish, the Philistine king of Gath, called David and said to him, As surely as the Lord lives, you have been reliable, and I would be pleased to have you serve with me in the army. From the day you came to me until today, I have found no fault in you. But the rulers don't approve of you. Now, turn back and go in peace. Do nothing to displease the Philistine rulers. Have you ever faced a situation like this? You're just going along, doing your job, doing what's right, when all of a sudden something is taken away from you? It doesn't make sense and it really 
isn't fair. It may even seem counterproductive to God's call on your life or contrary to his purposes at large, but more times than not, these events are the vehicle God uses to get you where you need to be. At this time, David and his mighty men were hired henchmen, or more in today's terms, monetized mercenaries. They were professional warriors hired by foreign nations to battle on their behalf. Their income was based on finding work as soldiers since they had to flee their homeland Israel because of Saul's death threats. In 1 Samuel 29, 8, David asks what most of us ask when the carpet's been pulled out from under us again. But what have I done? Achish assured David that it was nothing he had done, but the higher-ups just didn't trust him. None of David's begging worked, and so he and his men had to go back to Ziklag, a place where they had set up camp as a makeshift home, where all the women and children were holding the fort down until they returned. Achish directed them to leave early in the morning before the Philistines could get up and see them there. When the men got to Ziklag, they were heartbroken. Clouds of smoldering smoke blocked their view of the devastation. The place was silent, except for the crackling of burning embers on the ground. Nothing was left. The men began to weep until they could cry no more as they feared what had happened to their families. The soldiers wanted to kill David. As David sought the Lord, he directed them to go after whoever burned their homes down and took their families. Some of the men were too distraught, exhausted from past battles, imagining they were too late to do anything. They just couldn't join the forces going out to battle once again. These men stayed behind at Brook Basor. Miraculously, the group of men who went out with David came across an Egyptian slave who had been left for dead. He told David and his army how the Amalekites raided their camp and took their families captive. The Amalekites had literally just left. This slave took David and his army right to the Amalekite hideout, where they were partying in celebration of their conquest, getting ready to take advantage of the women and children. But God had them arrive just in the nick of time. David and his army of men stepped in, protected the women and children, and took back what had been stolen from them. 1 Samuel 30, 18 makes it clear that they got everything back. It says David recovered everything. Nothing was lost. In fact, they actually ended up with more than what they lost. Enough excess to bless over 13 nearby towns. If David and his men wouldn't have been sent home by the heads of the Philistine army, David and his men would have made a little money or maybe even died in battle but they for sure would have missed their opportunity to take back what the enemy stole from them and get more. Don't live in fear of what could happen if you move forward in what God's called you to do, even when you've been detoured, rerouted, or turned around. Take a step of faith and trust that God will watch over whatever is yours and protect what you've entrusted to him. Sometimes the enemy will attack your family, friends, health, property, or possessions as he sees you moving forward or when he thinks you're not around to stop him. 
But don't be afraid, because just like David and his brawling men, God knows how to get you where you need to be. Another heartbreak day. Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the scenes at Joy Radio? Well, the wait is over. I'm Holly Taylor of Good Company. And I'm James Curtis of The Drive. Subscribe to our Joy newsletter, Living Joyfully. And on the second Tuesday of each month, you'll gain exclusive access to powerful testimonials from fellow listeners, inspiring news, opportunities to serve, and much more. Staying connected to Joy Radio has never been easier. Subscribe at joyradio.ca and become a joyful insider. Joy Radio. Wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Every year, Todd and I attend the annual Hogs for Hospice Motorcycle Ride Weekend in Leamington. If you follow my social media, you already know this. With all the pictures I post each August long weekend, it's pretty obvious we have so much fun. Hundreds of people from our church volunteer, and we're some of the first to volunteer. Next to Todd's dad, of course, who volunteers night and day during the event. Todd and I love to get out with friends and ride the motorcycle. Well, I guess technically Todd's riding, I'm relaxing behind him. We regularly ride with two couples from our life group, James and Shannon, Bob and Dawn. They're our riding buddies. The only downside to going on these long rides with friends is that it's hard to get up after you've been sitting on the back of a bike, not moving for so long. Your legs seize up and they get all stiff. After being stationary for hours, it's hard to get moving. In the first segment of the show, we talked about how God was able to perfectly position David and all the other soldiers in the right place at just the right time, enabling them to rout their enemies and get back all they had been stolen from them. I think God was able to get David where he needed to so easily because he was already moving. First Samuel 29 verse 2 tells us that David and his men marched behind the Philistines. Scripture records how David and his men were marching when they were told to go back to Ziklag. They weren't stationary like me on the back of Todd's bike. They weren't sitting at home, lazing around by the phone, waiting for God to call them into action. No, they were moving ahead, albeit in the wrong direction, but they were moving It's comforting to know that God holds true to his promise in Isaiah 30 verse 21 that says, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, follow it, whether it turns to the right or the left. God will redirect you if you get moving in the wrong direction. He did it for David through a foreign king sending him home, and he did it for Jonah. When Jonah ran away from God's call on his life, God stirred up a storm had the sailors throw him overboard and sent a big fish to get Jonah where he needed to be. The key is to get moving because it's easier to steer a moving ship than one that's sitting in the harbor. I think it would be good if we all followed James' advice in the Bible. James says in chapter 3 and verse 4 of his book, Take ships as an example. 
Although they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder, wherever the pilot wants to go. It doesn't take much to change the direction of a ship if it's moving. Stuck in a dock, a ship is next to impossible to change its direction. But when it's out on the water moving, it only takes such a small piece of equipment in comparison to the size of a ship to steer the vessel in the complete opposite direction. Any helmsman knows the movement creates the opportunity to steer the ship. To put this into practical terms, You don't have to change everything in your life to make substantial change. You just need to make one move, one step today to move you closer to your destiny. And God can work with that to help you arrive and accomplish all he's planned for you. So shake off the slumber, wipe the crusties out of the corner of your eyes and get moving. Fight against the fear of making the wrong move and trust God knows how to get you where you need to be. Don't allow anything to keep your ship docked in the harbor. The adventure is out on the sea. But chances are, that sounds a little bit scary to you. Moving out without a plan? There's a bunch of people in the Bible who didn't know where they were going, but God got them where they needed to be. People like Abraham and Sarah, Moses, Deborah, David, and his men. David and his men, though they were going the wrong way, back home in defeat, but it was the right path for them, the road to victory over their enemy. God called all of these people and more. People like the disciples, he simply said, come, follow me too. God called them, but felt no burden or need to give them any details on how it would all play out. There was no manual given or 10-step plan to the promise distributed. There wasn't even a brief outline given. Like, why can't God give us a five-year plan? I remember struggling with this lack of direction when I started the radio show. With two interviews under my belt, it was time to record my first ever Soul H2O devotional teaching for the then-upcoming Soul H2O radio show, and I didn't have the script fully completed because I took too long composing the show intro segment, and as a result, I didn't get the most important part finished. Although I'd been asked to host a radio show, I wasn't given much direction, no set plan on what to include or not include, and found myself floundering because I've never hosted a radio show before. It was 9 a.m., and I was about to leave for the station. I wasn't ready and didn't know what I was going to do. My stomach started performing somersaults, and the thoughts of failure began flooding my brain, and I considered canceling. But that wasn't really an option. I knew better than to let my negative train of thought stay on the tracks or I would soon derail my calling. So I turned on a podcast by Joel Osteen and felt like I was listening straight from the voice of God. Joel's podcast was titled, Be Comfortable Not Knowing. Right away, my attention was piqued since I didn't know what I was fully going to do for the recording. I needed to be listening to these words right before the recording. 
So I didn't give up in fear of failure, but pressed on into my purpose. No five-year plan appeared before my eyes, but I began to sense peace. As Joel's message reminded me of Romans 8, 24 to 25, that says, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Joel said things that resonated with me, and I believe will encourage you too. Here are just some of the goodies he said. You have to live comfortable in the not knowing. God had the solution before you had the problem. Just because you don't know doesn't mean God doesn't have a plan. Obey without the details. Get off the throne of your life and put God back on. When they didn't have the answers, they still believed God was in control. You have to live comfortable in the not knowing. Joel's message made me think of Stomy or Martian's book I'd read years ago called Just Enough Light for the Step I'm On. The book is inspired by Psalm 119 verse 105, which in the Living Bible translation reads, Your words are a flashlight to light the path ahead of me and keep me from stumbling. A flashlight? Really? That's it? Don't you want a police searchlight from a helicopter shining bright the whole pathway? Or am I the only one? The reason why God doesn't give you a five-year plan when he's calling you or rerouting your way is because God wants you to trust him with everything. But I promise you, he is trustworthy. You can put your hope in him and not need a detailed plan on how to get there because God knows how to get you where you need to be. And he is making all things work together for your good. Just like David and his mighty men, God got them right where they needed to be at just the right time, and he'll do the same for you. God's GPS will never get you lost. He is always guiding and directing you. God knows how to get you where you need to be. Refuse to let the fear of making wrong moves and falling out of the perfect will of God freeze your feet. I challenge you to commit to get moving and living the adventurous life you're destined for. Leave the dock of doubt for the wavy wonderland of your calling. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 127, God Knows How to Get You Where You Need to Be. Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics and information about the upcoming Soul H2O ministry options for you this year. Because girls... We've got exciting things happening this year with courses, trips, and live events, and some are going to start this month. I don't want you to miss out. You can find out all of this information on the show notes at soulh2o.com slash 127. I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family. Take a screen capture while listening on your device and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed.
We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.